Wait a minute. Monday Wait a minute. Alright. Right. So, We're totally with you, okay? Alright, wait, so hold up. Easy. Easy. Monday. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. I'm stuck on the whole uh, walking through the 80s, whole. So she was like a Molly Ringwald to me. <laughs> like, if you know anything about the John Hughes movies, I want a hundred million dollars. Oh God! Uh, I disappeared. I got it. No, I no, I know this. This, this, this is why it works. Because there is a way. You think you not? Like, hey. Hey, 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 welcome everybody to Easy Monday Motivation. It is your boy E, along with the lovely Johnny Miley. What's up? What's up? And my homeboy CT, the man that be. How you doing? What's up, family? What's up? What's up? What's up? I am so excited to be here, y'all. Just knowing that we are within the third week of February. We have moved the marker. Black History Month is moving right along. Mm-hmm. Moving right along. Oh, cool. I'm not happy about it. But I'm okay with it. I'm moving oh. right along. You know, because it's, you know, all good things have to come to an end. And yeah. I, I, I was able to connect with a few people about Black History Month and really, like, discuss some of the the core foundational reasons why we celebrate it. And it kind of, you know, you remember we had the conversation, kind of yeah. reinvigorated me to be like, right. okay, some people get it. Okay, yeah. you be okay with this. So, I, you know, Good. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more on the neutral side where before I was on the other side. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm you know, hear that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, in, that event, Valentine's Day happened, guys. So mm-hmm. let me go ahead and happy belated Valentine's Day to you guys, to all the lovers out there. If you had somebody love on you and care for you, let's go yeah. ahead and give that love back. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you guys. Did you guys have a good Valentine's Day? I did. Don't be laughing at me, CT. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we just, we're in the episode. I'm just here. here yeah, I did. <laughs> You know what we did? We celebrated it a little later on and we had a game. We went to a game night with a bunch of couples over our our friend's house and it was so much fun. So the longest married couple was 28 years. That was it. Yeah. 28 years. That's a long time, y'all. That is. Mm-hmm. What about you, CT? Uh, the the chocolate drop. <laughs> I mean, because you know, Lady Mel was on last week. Uh, shout out to Lady Mel. Uh, hey, the Mel. All right. Uh, so how, 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 how'd you handle uh, your Valentine's Day, sir? Did you give her some chocolate? I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> our Valentine's Day was actually really nice. We did, nice. um, do the little dinner out. So we so just a spot we went to that we've been to before. Okay. Yeah. I think everybody can appreciate. Like when you go out when you've had an epic dining experience yeah. and where the food is great and the host and the hostesses and the offerings and the sommelier, the whole nine. Like we had gone to this place once before. <clears throat> and so there was this idea that we wanted to have this repeat experience at this place. Mm. And it was not. Now, no. I think, you know, some of it was because it was Valentine's Day and they were busy and all the and all the stuff. But, you know, the food was the food was good. And then I found this um, little joint. Uh, I got spammed on um, IG and uh, it was like you create your own heart. Yeah. And so um, I found this little joint where you can create your own little heart basket. 
uh, for for your partner, your friend, your spouse, your Valentine. And so yeah. uh, I was able to find a little something, and yeah, it had some chocolate in it, it had some yeah. candles in it, and you know, it had some flowers in it. it, had a little you know rose bear in that joint. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? You know, you asked the question last week: Is your boy romantic? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, it has his own little special way to romanticize. Okay, nice, right? And in the spirit of uh, as how Melanie left us last week. Um, I want all the people to remember to uh, not eat yellow snow. She was so good. Hey, listen, uh, I've never listened to anybody tell me not to eat yellow snow until her. So, I mean, I'm just sorry, but uh, the Mountain Dew uh, slushies just confused mm-hmm. me. So, it's okay. So that's awesome. I'm glad I did. I did not have a good Valentine's. That's why I'm waiting to hear. Yeah, what? There's no. Did you take anyone out? No. You want to take you out? No. Mm. Okay. I I mean, I wish people happy Valentine's Day. I mean, like you do that because that's like the thing you're supposed to do. Happy Valentine's Day. If you're watching, Happy Valentine's Day. No, it's like late, but Happy Valentine. You didn't think about me before that, so I don't know why I'm caring about you now. Yeah, something like that was coming. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm just saying though, like you know, Valentine's Day is a hallmark, you know, uh, thing. Like you know, I should be loving on, I should be loving on you all year long. Just saying. I gotta stop you. I gotta no, stop. Don't, you. Don't, don't, don't Johnny, it is important that we make sure that as he is journeying in his life. Yeah, is he's got to change one of the letters when he says Valentine's. It's like somebody saying salmon versus salmon. Here they say it's Valentine's, not Valentine's. So I just say times because how many times? Trying to be just disrespectful to the whole holiday. That's what it is. Like yeah, like ain't no times. It's time. We done wasted time every year on this stupid holiday. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I, know. I just felt like he was doing it on purpose. I'm like, I could not just like leave it alone. I couldn't for all of the for all, all of the, the logical times. do love the times versus yeah, the times. Right. I know, I, I know it's too. times. That was actually in the spirit of Melanie too, the English teacher, because I didn't want her to come up here uh, on the pod in the comments and you know yeah. providing some English teacher stuff. Um, that's so this was me helping you before you know the world said something about it. So that's all right. I mean, look, out. I'm looking. I out. appreciate you. I appreciate you. You're right. You know what? That's okay. So uh, I'm glad you guys had a good Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> yup. I'm glad you did. Yup. Yeah, I can tell. I love I this show so much. Can't wait. I can't wait till Sweetest Day just so I can do the same thing again. <laughs> Sweetest day is for you. Did you know that? I yeah. learned. Yeah, I knew it was for me. For you. I, I, yeah, I did. I it. I've been buying I, stuff for her. Yeah, I've, been, I've known Sweetest Day has been for me for the last eight years. There is Ask, me how, many times, ask me how many times I celebrated it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't. Okay, okay we're going to move on because love. I think it's time to move on. Yeah, it's time to move on because love has limits. Okay, over here. I'm just playing. And Because we live it without no limits. And we love it. <laughs> we love we love it without no limits and we and we love it beyond labels today. Yeah, so today's episode is about love again. And, and and ladies and gentlemen, why I play, you know, they my my friends know that I am a true romantic and, yeah. and you know I am seeking romance and love and all those things. I just play with it. Okay. Somebody has to be the bad guy, and I'm the agent of chaos. So today's episode, we're gonna dive right back into love. It is still February. We still have love to talk about, and today we're gonna talk about love. Beyond 
labels. And this is a very strong conversation about love because we're going to be dealing with the diversity in love. So, CT, I'm going to come over to you to let you introduce today's special guest and today's topic. So. Yes, thanks. See, and um, what's up, Easy Motivationers? Like, um, I hope you all enjoyed uh, me in the conversation with Miss um, Melanie last week. I know I enjoyed it, and um, being able to do something with her, especially in this medium, uh, meant the world to me. So, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Ken. Thank, so thank you, E, for being um, who you all were last week. And as we continue to think about how this pod advances, how we continue to grow and how we think about topics and subject matter that is both um, provocative, motivational. We make sure that not just our voices, because there's a diversity of thought and perspective that we bring, but we want to make sure we're bringing some other voices into the conversation. And sometimes in the world that we live in, the society that we play in, sometimes people judge us based upon our labels. And so today we've got a gentleman who shows up every day outside of his label and he is the essence of love we get a chance to um get to know him we've got a chance to experience him and i know you all are going to enjoy him ladies and gentlemen coming to easy monday motivation on this third monday february 2024 ladies and gentlemen put your hands together for matthew johnson hey 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 what's going on how are we good to see everybody god that was a great intro I think like when I, I should have said something Johnson and they thought it was going to be the rock and it was like, like celebrity <laughs> status coming in, but like you were different level of celebrity status. Yeah. So, how you feeling, man? How was your Valentine's <laughs> day? Brother? You know what? Um, I am lucky, right? Cause I have been married for uh, 10 years and yes. we, we take it easy on each other when it comes to this type of like, okay, you gotta tell somebody that you love them on this day. Like that, it feels disingenuous, right? So mm-hmm. what we said, she she actually looked over at me. Um, this was probably like four days before Valentine's Day. And she's like, I hope you didn't get me anything because I didn't get you anything. I was like, okay, all right. All right. So that's how we started the conversation. I was like, well, I had some stuff I was thinking about it, but since you are saying that you don't want me to get you anything, I won't because this is what's happened in the past. She's she said that and I've still gotten her something and she still didn't get me anything. And now she feels guilty <laughs> uh-huh, because I actually uh-huh. got her some. So I've experienced that part before. Yeah. Um, so so I took her at her word this year, didn't get her anything, but we have this date plan because we have this nice three day long weekend. So tonight, just me and her down in our basement, we're having a movie night, we're getting the candles out. Um, you know, probably, you know, go in the hot tub, like all those good things yes. and, yeah. and the kids be occupied. So yeah. 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 Uh, So, so I gotta ask, uh, Matt, um, uh, Valentine's or Valentine's Day for you, sir? (laughs) I'm just playing. I'm just playing. The old English was Valentine's Day, but uh, I heard what you said earlier, and and time and time again, it comes back around. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that everybody had a good Valentine's Day. And I'm gonna I'm gonna correct it now again. You know, from time to time, I'm gonna say it. I want to because that's who I am. Um, Matt, Matt, we are so happy to have you here. You know, um, number one, like I got to call out my guy is like his swag in the back. Listen, I got I got liquor. You got better stuff. Your Marvel (laughs) stuff is killing me. I am. I'm a little jelly. Um, I got to work on my background, but uh, we definitely are very happy to have you here. CT, we are going to go into something a little different 
this time when we Ooh. talk about love. And I want to I want to I want to play on this because I know there's a lot of things that we're going to get from you, Matt. And I would I would be remiss if I didn't start with who Matt was. Right. Yeah. So, Matt, I just want to start off with the first question of like if we had to describe Matt. Right. And his let's let's say that Matt's mom had to say something about him and Matt's family had to say something. How would people describe Matt? Um. I think that's a great question. I think um, out out in front, um, someone who cares a lot about his family. Um, you said show ups every day for the family, like they all know it's about them, and it's and I think that's one of the things that they would definitely call out is I'm very family oriented. No, no matter what we're talking about, usually you know when I talk about work and stuff, it's like it's, it's always something that I'm doing so that I can do what I need to do for the family. And I think that's something that kind of comes, comes across. I think, um, you know, they, they would call me goofy, <laughs> <They're calling> me, <laughs> you know, like, like my own type of person. Like, I think, I think they definitely say that, you know, I'm, I'm not a person who likes boxes and things like I like to do, do my own thing. And I think it was really interesting is seeing how much of that, like each one of my kids gets, it's really weird to see that in somebody else, but, but I totally get it now. Um, and I, you know, I've watched, I, I think they would just say that I'm a person who who's believed in love for for a long time. Like a, like a lot of what I've been taught from from the family values is just love and like hugs and like we're like the huggy type of family. Like you know when you go to some families and everything's nice and cold. Like we've always been like hugs. Like everyone gets a hug. We're big huggers and sometimes you know this gets me in trouble because I because I gotta stop myself. I'm gonna be like are you a hugger? Okay, cool. Yeah, we can hug. But <laughs> that's the type of person. I th I think I think that's yeah. what they call out. Nice. Nice. I feel like that is so consistent with who we know you to be, right? The way you describe it, I know that the question was about like what well, how your family will respond, but that definitely spills over into your professional life as well. When I think about you, those are the things that I think about. Bringing that positive energy, leading with your heart. Um you're just one of the, you're just you just emanate like love and just you, all of the things that you just said, that is exactly who you are. And you're consistent with that across the board. So, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's, you know, there's the other qualities too: stubborn, you know, hard, hard headed, um, wants to think he's right, you know, but, it, but, it, but it's all coming from the same place. Right. Yeah. 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 Love, love can take on, it does take on many forms. And sometimes when we label love based upon what experience we've had with love, Sometimes the label doesn't always uh, come across the way we want it to. And so sometimes, um, <clears throat> Matthew, and actually, let me ask it this way first, and then I'm going to get to the, the heart of the question. By the way, uh, there are levels to this. And so we'll, okay. we'll start you at a level that's responsible, and then we'll go to another level. <laughs> Wait! I will do Wait, did you spit room right away? Wait, hold on. Did. <laughs> like, what, my level's not responsible? I love it. <laughs> oh shoot. So um Matthew, question. Uh yes. when you think about your favorite labels. Mm. Mm -hmm. Name your top two or three favorite labels. I'm not gonna give a definition. I just want you to go with where you heard me say. What's your favorite label? Okay. First thing immediately popped in my head was father. Me being a father, um, 
it's probably been, you know, you, you talking about earlier, you know, people who never thought that they would have, have kids or, or, or be married. And um, I, at one time in my life, thought both of those things were true about me. Um, mm. Little did I know having a child, like how much I would, I would just fall naturally into that type of role. Like I love being a dad more so than like a lot of the other things in life. So that's probably one of the first things. Um, another label, I would probably say, curious about everything, about life. It's it's something I, that I talk a lot about, no matter whether I'm in the professional setting or, or whether I'm at home, um, you know, being, being, being curious just about, about how things work and understanding people. It's like what drives me to, to, to have so many interactions and to really love being around people is because I'm naturally curious about who someone is, like what they're about. I was just at a basketball game earlier and I was talking to a friend of mine's father-in-law, you know, and we were talking about his work back in the foundry and how he was trying to graduate to, 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 to the engine room and, and, and what it did for his family. And, and this was like in a, in like a 10 minute span, like that's how deep that we got. Like that's, that's that experience. So I think, I think that's like one of those labels is just that natural curiosity. People say that, that I'm easy to talk to, but it's probably because I don't like, I, like I try to listen. Like that's what I try to do when, when, when people say it's easy to talk to me, it's because I sit there and I'm like interested in you and wanting to know more. So I definitely Genuinely. think curiosity is one of those huge, huge labels. Um, and then, uh, you know, family man. It's like one of those things where I, like, as I get older, like I have so much pride in building like mm -hmm. my own part of my family, right? Like, I, I'm like, I'm happy at work. I'm happy with, with what I do. You know, I've, I've got my outside hobbies, um, but everything to me boils down to like, what's that feeling, right? Like when you could be doing anything in the world, like who would you rather be doing it with? And it's always the people that are in this house with me. 100%. So level one, you've graduated. Uh, level right. two. Wait, right hold on. There. You I made it. Got, I just, <laughs> I just, I just got to say, like, when you asked that question, the first thing I thought was death row. It's like, what label? Death row. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. All right. You may continue. <laughs> Motown. Sorry. You know, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help it. <laughs> So when you think about the, the next level of of of, of label, <laughs> Tefro, I can't, I'm still messed up on now. Um, <laughs> when you think about the next right. level of label, uh, E actually brought in what I was um, thinking about when I thought about this next level question, and that is when people see your background, they label you based upon what they see in your background. So mm -hmm. tell us about the label that is your background, because even if you didn't open your mouth to say a word, you are telling us a story about you. Tell us about your background, that label. So, you know, background wise, you know, growing growing up, it was always interesting. Hold on, let me clarify. Like I, I apologize. I apologize. I meant literally your background. Like if you turned around. Yeah. I see what your background background is. Yeah. Like I want to, I, I really want, I like, I, there's a depth to this question y'all that I just, every time because Matt and I are on the same team. So I get to see Matt's background, not his background, but his background all the time. My and I imagine we'll probably go get to it, but I was just like, man, don't you, don't you mess up what this answer is. Cause I, I need to know. I've been wanting to ask it, Johnny. For years, and I don't know why I haven't. And now I've got him on his pod. Oh, yeah, it's time to ask. I need to know what's up. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was like, man, I need to know what's up. Okay, okay, go ahead. You go need ahead. to know what's going on with all of all of this, right? Like, yes, this. yes. Okay, 
um, being a a young chubby nerdy kid like I was growing up, um, you find pleasure where you can, and you gravitate to the things that your communities that you're a part of do. So at that time, it was it was it was comic books. It was it was card Saturday morning cartoons, and I'll never forget when I first saw X-Men the Animated Series for the very first time in my life, it, 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 changed, it changed me. I knew that I loved comic books from that day on. I mean, I started watching the show and then I started getting the toys and then I started buying even more comic books. And, and eventually like, it, it just became that one thing that I could continually go to all the time to um, mm. you know, reconnect and to get 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 story and and adventure and life lessons really i mean to me thinking back to those early saturday morning cartoons like i learned a lot of life lessons watching x-men the anime series did you know that they are an allegory for the racial struggles that black people went through did you know that yes i did yeah did you know that seeing them struggle on a consistent basis and how people treated them just based on the way that they looked and you know that was something I, i think that i didn't know how much that i identified with it at the time um, but I think looking back, like a lot of those things make sense. Like, like I've always been a person where, like, I like the struggle between good and evil. I think, I think we all have, and I think it's, I think it's you choosing that right, that right step every day. And guess what? You're, you're not always going to make that right move. You're not always going to be able to take that right step, but, but trying to do it consistently, trying to be that hope. That's what comic books are really for me. So that's how I got to this. And my wife's fantastic because she let me do all this. You see, this is, this is not being without you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it i love it this is the last layer of the question and i want johnny to jump in so you've, you've given us two layers and you actually started to move into the third layer of the label question that i had in your last answer and um you are a black man and in the society that we have in sometimes the experience as a black man you get labeled in certain ways how have you been able to navigate, maneuver based upon your lived experiences on the label of being black man in America. Ugh. Oh man, that's a that is a level three question. I would say that you know I feel like for the for the most part, when I look when it, when I ask myself this question, I try I try and look at the whole timeline, right? The forty two years that I've been a part of this earth, and yeah. I would say for for the majority of that time. The label of a black man is something that 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 has always been something that I'm reminded of. I forget about it a, a lot of the time, mm. and I forget about it because of the people and the circles that I'm around. It's it's typically not something that that is an issue, you know, because my friend group is diverse. So so we you know we all have seen it's it's not something that really is like a part. It's when someone like recognizes and calls it out um, that I think I've really recognized it right in, in the past because. You know, when I think about my school experiences, when I, when I when I think about my work experience, when I think about the opportunities that that I've been given, I have been extremely blessed. I feel like I've yeah. don't get me wrong, I've done a lot of the hard work, but but I have been blessed to have a path that's always been something that I felt like I had control over, um, and that and that being being a black man never really got in my way there. I think more often than not, when it's come up in my life, it, it has it has been around love. It has it has been around dating. Um, in terms of any sort of less than positive kind of text. I think I think the other side of that flip coin though is like sometimes it's been like a super kind of 
fun advantage. Um, you know, I've, I've went to, and I've been in some mostly white situations where I, I don't know about you, but to me, it's fun to be the only black guy around, you know, because all, all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you got the attention, you got people who might be afraid of you, which you're like, cool, yeah. I'm not gonna have any problems here. Like, like, like there's, some, yeah. there's some things that come along yeah. with that, 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 you know, make it not fun, but I'm like, I see both sides of it. Like, like I've, like, I've had it be one of those things that's been hard for me to deal with, but I've also had it be one of those things that's been an advantage. And, and, I, and I think I wanna, I wanna acknowledge both sides because I, I don't want people to think that, that like it's one or the other. Yeah. That's why we love you. Yeah, absolutely. It's the it's the yes and like both things can be mm-hmm. true, right? It doesn't have yes. to be one or the other. So, mm-hmm. okay, so this is a, another question I was kind of thinking about. Um, my head is all over the place right now because I have a lot of questions in my head. But so coming from being of a multiracial background, right? Oftentimes mm-hmm. you hear that people have struggled um, with not belonging in certain groups, right? Sometimes they feel yeah. I'm not black enough. I'm not white enough. I'm not Asian yep. enough. I don't know where I belong. Um, and I remember asking a friend of mine the same question, like, have you ever struggled with that? Because you seem so confident. And her response was like, no, not at all. Right. Because I was just yeah. being me. Um, I don't know the answer to this question, but you appear to be very confident in who you are. And that doesn't appear to be like a struggle for you. So I just kind of want to know, like, what is where does that confidence come from? Is it true? It like, is it really confidence or just something that you like presenting to us? Have you ever really struggled with that at all? God, these are these are fantastic questions. Um, I would say yes. And to everything that you just said. So so starting off just just in terms of is it something that has ever been a struggle? Um, yeah, yeah, it has. It has been a struggle. I think. I think some of that struggle, to answer your other question, is what ends up leading to the confidence that you see today, right? Like, the, like the Matt that you see today is not hasn't always been the Matt that he is, right? Like I've grown over time to 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 be this person. Um, I think when I was younger. It was definitely something that when it first came up, I was a lot, I was very confused about like why, you know, it was an issue, like what was going on and like figuring out, you know, that more macro look at, at, at race relations. It was, it was tough, right? Cause, cause my mom's, my mom's white, my dad's black. Um, my, my mom was disowned when she, her great grandmother found that she was having me. And then after she had me, great grandma comes back around and, and everything's good in the family. So, you know, I, I've had those experiences from a very early age. Now, now that's a story that I've gotten told. So that's part of that like historical knowledge that keeps getting passed okay. around. But, like you should be happy, you know, like your whole family loves you. But I remember the first time that, that I realized that, that, that I was being singled out as other because of that. And it was, it was very early on. It was like second or third grade. Um, I was hanging out with with this kid named Chad. He, he was like my best friend at the time, and we were uh, playing with our little action figures. So you know, he, you could probably relate to me. You know, playing with your action figures, going you know, going going back and forth with your friends. And there was this there was this sword that, that was this really cool, intricate sword, and we both wanted it, right? Like we both wanted that sword. So we we both go go and grab for it. I get to it first. I'm like, ha I got it. Put it in, in, in my guy's hand. And then uh, he gets mad at me, and and you know, we're like fighting like guys do. And he uses the N-word, right? Mm. Okay. Remember, this is second grade, third grade me. I had no clue what he had even said, right? Okay. So he says it to me, and, and it's was, it was more like, like you know, jerk or something. I was like, oh, yeah, blah, blah. And his mom heard in the other room. And she came, like, rushing over to me. 
right so and just yeah. like this is one of my white friends so she came rushing over me she's like i'm so sorry she was like apologizing to me and I'm, I'm like i don't know what's going on she's like do you want me to take you home she's like i she's like wow. i can't i can't believe like what happened and i'm like okay yeah sure i get and i thought she was taking me home because we had gotten in a fight i had no clue what had actually happened until yeah. i got home and you know she talks to my parents and it was my parents who actually explained to me what happened wow. and, and it was at that time that was like the first time that i was like oh i'm like what does that mean? And they're like, look, sometimes you're gonna have to deal with people who, who may not like you, um, you know, just because of what you look like. And their big thing was like, those people don't matter. That's what they always told me. So you talk about the confidence piece. My mom is, is from a long line of very, very confident women. My, my, my dad probably has a little bit too much confidence on his side. <laughs> so you get what you get when you end up being their type of kid, right? Yes, so yes. like, look, those people don't matter. The yeah. people that love you are gonna always be there for you. And just instilling in you the the belief in yourself, right? Yeah. And, and I re I remember going from that mm. situation to to really investing in like self esteem. Like we had those self esteem like assemblies. Like I always liked them because I found something with like self esteem. I'm like if 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 I like myself enough, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If mm -hmm. I like me, I'm good. And that's the place that I eventually got to. Now there were plenty of other times where it creeped back up um sure. <laughs> one of my favorite times because usually when i tell these type of stories like i'm always talking about how you know like white people were like getting after me and stuff and you know there was this one time i remember this was seventh grade okay so i come from oh, one of these school districts hard anyway yeah, yeah this is about to get juicy so i come from one of these school school districts where you know in the multiple elementary schools coming to one junior high right and i was from one of the diverse elementary schools right black kids white kids asian kids uh latinos uh every everyone was represented there. um and then we all come to junior high and there was one school that i remember um that had been probably like the majority black school and like every every other school was afraid of them right every other school was afraid okay. of them for no reason for no reason right but, but we yeah. hadn't all been been together yet so i remember I'm like walking in the lunch line for the very first time. And you guys remember this? Like, I, I was so happy. I, I just went school clothes shopping. I had like the brand new everything on, like top oh, to yeah. bottom. I was feeling myself a little bit too too much. And, you know, I was in okay. seventh grade. So I was like, great things are about to happen today, Matt. Great things are about to happen. <laughs> it's walking, on. It's on. I'm walking through, uh -huh. walking through the lunch line. And all of a sudden, this person's like, beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, looking around. I'm like, what in the world? Beep, beep. Beep. And then someone yells like, uh-oh, looks like there's a flood coming. And it was the table from the other school, um, uh, mostly black children who were making fun of my pants because they happened to be too small. I didn't even know any of that at that time. Didn't know any of that. And that was one of those things that always stuck out in terms of like, you know, never feeling like you fit in anywhere. Like when you have those experiences on, on both sides, like sometimes it's hard to feel like you fit in unless someone else is also biracial has been through it like when you when, when when neither side wants you like who do you end up with yeah. so that was That's one right. of those instances where you know it was just it was tough i like went home and explained what happened luckily you know mom had a little bit of a heart she, she let me go buy two new pairs of jeans that oh, just have to be mom. two inches longer oh and to touch the shoe and everything come on mom good. but but what i don't often tell people about that story was the, the people at that table later on in the same year were the same ones who took me at the first dance and they were like come over here like let's show you like some dance moves and to this day i'm a you dance told machine me. because of them you a told dance me about machine that. because of them <laughs> listen it was it was a life-changing i was like oh i'm like this feels good i was like okay <laughs>
<laughs> listen, hey, listen, hey, hey, you saw what happened. They was like, uh-uh, somebody got my man in them floods. We got to get him out them floods. Then there's like, he kind of cool. Then the dance came up. I mean, get over here with us, man. Get over here, man. Yeah, I love that. Get on over here, man. Let me show you how to do this fucking wide too. So he was like, I think I can do this. I, think I, I love that. Yes. Wait, can I say something before we move Go on from this? I'm, I'm sure every uh, uh, y'all have questions too. But what I really think is important because, you know, this podcast is all about being uh, motivational. Yeah. Oftentimes we look at people and think like, oh my gosh, they have the perfect life. You know, they look a certain way, they present themselves a certain way. And Matt just brought up some really good points that his confidence has come from different things that have happened over his life and it has built up over time. Right. So, so for any of our listeners who may think like, oh my gosh, they have it all together and I wish I could be like that. It's really yep. about the experiences that build your confidence, that make you who you are, right? Um, and we Absolutely. all have those things and that confidence comes from within. So I just thought that was a really good thing to point out. Like, don't look at other people and compare yourself and think like they have it all together and I don't No, I wish I had more. No, everybody got their stuff and it's all their stuff that has brought them to who they are today, right? It had to be mm. the 42 year old Matt that's like, okay, now I... I I've learned a little something and I can handle this. And that's what you're passing on to your boys. Right. But if we went back right. 20, 30 years later, it could have been a different story. So I just, I love that. I just wanted to call that out. That was good. Hey, yeah. just, did you, did you hear it too? Did you, did which, what you was talking? It was like, don't start no stuff. Won't be no fun. Did you hear it? I heard it. I heard it in my head. I couldn't, and I couldn't let that pass up. I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't start no stuff. Won't be no be no fluff. Right? That's gonna be one of our new songs on the pod. Like I love it. So Matt, I'm gonna come to you, and of course, I'm the I'm the guy that's gonna kind of like do the the little bit darker side. So. I want to know Ooh, about okay. the labels that you don't love, the things that mm. you have possibly experienced where you're like, no, don't call me that. Like, no, that doesn't apply to me. That's a stereotype you're projecting. Like, Ooh. let's let's talk Ooh. about those times, because I know you see the thing is, like, I know you've had to stand in front of a lot of people yes. and you've had to talk to a lot of people and a lot of people have assumed things yeah. about you. And they've tried to label you based off of just appearance alone. So I know that you've had to combat that. So I want to hear more about the struggle of fighting labels. Mm. You know, there's sometimes where 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 people use labels and and what's what's bad about when they're using them is is they're using them in a context where they're like, oh, I'm actually trying to give you a compliment. Like this is something that I think you should be proud of. <laughs> Um, and you were just talking about speaking in front of a lot of people. I think my least favorite compliment label is is how great of a speaker that I am. It's something that um, because the people that say it usually say it in like that tone, like you you speak so well, <laughs> like that Chris Rock joke. Like yeah, understand. I'm educated. I also yeah. understand the English yeah. language. Uh, yes, I told I told yeah. you how you talk uh, in a public setting. It does it does make sense. So that's one of those where that's 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 something that happens a lot. Right. Yeah. Like it happens a lot when you're out there doing doing the things that we do. Um, yeah. You know, Johnny kind of brought up like people people think like everything's always sunshine and rainbows and they're like, oh, like you're like you're always so, so, so positive. And it's like, yeah, but I'm also a person, too. Or like you must love like always hanging around people. But, like I love people, um, but I also need to recharge and, and, and be away from people, too. So 
Yeah, I think I think that's one side was when those compliments just aren't compliments. And there's like a couple other ways that mm. people express that same sort of sentiment about you. Yeah. Um, and you got to be careful. Um, I think <laughs> I think that sometimes you when you do tend to try and be in the environments that we are and and speak the way that we are, sometimes you, you get called out in the opposite way, too. Like, you know, Uncle Tom is definitely like one of those that I don't like hearing because to me, you know, I, when when I think of black people, I you know sometimes I'm I'm concerned when like other people think black people, right? Like when I think black people, like I'm always thinking like like the like the inventors and like the leaders and 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 the, and the money makers and like the successful side of what we do. So for for when yeah. someone else calls me something that is outside of that, like that, like that's that's a problem to me. You know, I'm like yeah. just because you know I. When I'm in public and I'm speaking in front of a lot of people, I'm I'm very conscious of of the way that I do it so that everyone can understand. Like that's okay, but I can come back with my friends and 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 you know and and be and be myself a little bit more. Yeah, because we're in different environments there. Like yeah. that's what makes sense. So to me, like sometimes it's not fair because people just only see that one side of you. So that's one of those that that I don't really like because I'm like, look, I'm 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 just as black as everybody else. I've been through my own struggles. Um, you know, I I support my community. Like like I love for us all to be lifted up. Like that's one of those things that I absolutely love. So having a label like that applied by your own community sometimes sucks. And then then you have and then you have the other label, right? You have the, <laughs> you, you have you have the other one that I myself, you know, I I come on, talk about it. Talk about it. I feel like I feel like when it's said, right? You know, I'm I'm always, I'm always looking at the person that says it. I'm like, what what about you in your life made you feel like that was the right moment to say something like that? Because mm-hmm. yes, it's just a word, right? It's when you break it down, it's just a word. But 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 behind words there are meaning. I tell my always. kids this all the time. Mm-hmm. Wife, if you're listening, absolutely love you. But I tell you too all the time. Words have meaning, and the way and how you say things has an impact on other people. Yeah. That's how humans communicate. That's biology. You don't have any control over that. So for people to say, "Oh, it's just a word; it doesn't matter," I'm like, "Yeah, like that's technically correct." But the feeling and 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 the animosity that tends to be behind it when people say it like that to you out of turn, that's a problem. So you know, I think I think I think that's one of the ones where I, <laughs> it, I don't hear it probably as much as I did when I was younger. I think, you know, this is me being completely honest. I think being the size that I am. I people are like oh, no, I'm not gonna say it to him. Nope, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. say where's yeah. that little guy down? Like no, like and so people like yeah, think, but I can, I can feel it right. So like for instance, I I belong to a country club and like half the time I feel like it's seething hatred and half the time I think like it's fetishing excitement, you know. And then oh. there's like the few people that I actually do enjoy meeting there. Like I've met some really cool people there but but i've also met people on both sides where they're like oh hello how are you and they're like i'm like i feel like you're just like almost like a zoo sort of feeling i hate yeah, that yeah, i hate that, I hate that. um yeah. so like getting it like like both sides and, and chris friend I, I know you play play a lot of golf so, so, you, so you've been around people uh, <laughs> you usually get one or the other so it's it's like those sort of labels too that i think i see more often people not being very overt but man mm-hmm. someone i feel like someone can label you with, without even having to say a word Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I can identify, um, you know, with the height thing, you know, uh, Matt, you know, in terms of how you mean tall, like just the opposite, just, just the opposite somebody is, and whatnot. But I digress. So, like, so I'm, I'm curious. Why are you hiding behind Matt, the microphone? <laughs> I had nothing to do. 
I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where he was going. I didn't know where he was going. I know. Because I thought he was saying something else about speaking and being in front of people. Because it just kind of, you know, I was thinking. And then I was like, oh, he said height. It was all about height. Yeah, it was all about tall. I am in the spirit. Like, I'm a giant. Anyway, but no, but man, like, I think, I think, like, you are, I really, really appreciate how you are sharing a part of your story yeah. but in the spirit of our pod one of the things that i think is important is um how do you recover like when you do have mm-hmm. those moments where somebody is is gone left and they've gone left towards you whether it is direct indirect overt or not mm-hmm. when you know it or you experience it how how do you recover and if you were providing some motivation to some folks who are listening to say listen this is how you might practice or or model something that I do how, how do you recover from those moments man I think that's a great question I, I think I think the first thing when I think about recovery it's it's who is it's the people that are, are in your corner like if if I were to go into that situation and have it happen but not be able to go and 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 w- w- what I would call like download about it just like tell somebody else so I could get it off of myself and share that with someone um I think I think it'd be a lot harder to handle those those type of incidents right and i think what you know obviously somebody in, in the past who, who's been instrumental because she's seen a lot and, and, and she's understood a lot was always was always my mom you know i'm lucky that she still lives with us she's helped she helps us take care of our kids so i could still go to her but i think a lot of times like i go i go to my wife now she's like she's like my like, but the person who like thinks like the most of me right so i'm like yeah. oh my god like this person and you know she's she is more militant at, at her at her at her five foot um of self than, than, I'll, than i'll ever be um, in, in terms of like, she's like, somebody said, what about you? Or like, how, yeah. how are they acting? Like she gets very upset. And I think, you know, this may be bad, but I think sometimes like that helps me to help calm her down to be like, Hey honey, it's okay. That's good. You know, we don't worry about those people. And me saying it out loud yeah. to her reminds me, right. Of, yeah. of, of what I've been told, like going, like going back to that self self-confidence thing. So I think, I think you need people around you that, that, that let you talk it out. I think, I think you oftentimes need to be reminded, um, about how great that you are, and so I have, I have, I have friends, and and I have hobbies that that I'm that I, that I do that I love, and and you know, and I and I try to be as successful as I can at work, and those little things constantly just remind me, but like you know what your worth is, like you know what your value is, you show it every day, like those those people don't matter, right? And I think mm-hmm. one of the other things that I that I personally have liked to do in those situations is just continue to be me and continue to have a good time. Usually I draw people in. So when you end up being the person who's looking at me weird, but you're the last person by themselves and everyone else is over here having a good time. Ooh. To me, that's like, mm, I yeah. Okay now. <laughs> I love that. I, I, you I know, get that. I love that. Matt, I do that too. I absolutely love that. Like, oh yeah, you don't like me? Be the only one. <laughs> that's right. You can yes. be over there not having a good time, but we're la- laughing and joking and yeah, yeah. That's yeah, on you. That's on you. Is is there anything that you would say to people who are who have recognized that they have certain biases, um, who are, um, I don't know, maybe live like in a in their own little world has not really experienced a lot of different people from different backgrounds and all of the things, or even for some of us who have, what would you say to all of us who need to like? actively kind of break down some of those barriers and remove some of the labels and stop viewing the world only in labels. What are you some what would you suggest is some of the things that we can all do? 
I think one thing, if we all just took the time, like go get to know somebody else, right? Like go get to know someone that you have, you have no reason to know. I think, I think that's one of my favorite things about, about traveling or, or being out, out in public venues is I get to talk to thousands of different people. It was one of the things I always loved about being a bartender was someone would, would walk in and because of the relationship, I'd automatically get to have a conversation with them. I've learned so much and I think that's where my passion for, for people comes. That's the only way that you break down biases is if you yeah. learn more about people. If you go out and seek people, you can see that when it all breaks down, like no matter what country I've ever been in, like everybody's pretty much the same, right? Like we all want love. We all want to be able to feed our family. We all want to have a little bit of fun and we all want to go to sleep safe at night. Like it's real yeah. simple. Like those are simple wants and needs and, and, and we all have them. So for, so for me, when I try to do that, I'm always asking questions. I'm always out there talking to somebody. I'm like, yeah. I want to know something about you that you've never told anybody. I have these conversation starters that I use all the time that I'm like, <laughs> I can talk to anybody. I'm like, right now, show me somebody. Okay, I'm going to go and I'll be with them <laughs> for the next 15, 20 minutes. You can. But, <laughs> you definitely so, can. <laughs> I was like, people, this is what you have to do. Like, it's true. Yeah. I feel like when I think of people who haven't experienced a lot in their lives, um, it's not it's not a feeling of feeling bad for it for them, but I just want more for them. So a good example yeah. of this, my wife's mom, right? She, 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 she lived on the same street that she grew up in the house that her and her husband bought was on the other side of the street, right? Small town. They got married at 18. She never had a job. She took care of the kids in the house. She had hardly been out of her little bubble. And we just took her to her first cruise. Mm -hmm. And you would have thought that this woman was experiencing life for the very first time, her first Uber. <laughs> her first flight, her first buffet oh. that was like that. Like she was just having a great Love time. And, oh. and afterwards, like she took myself and my wife and she was like, wait, we can't thank you so much. Like we had more fun than we ever thought that we could. And, and, and you like saw the genuine appreciation because she finally got to experience like something outside of that bubble. So that's something that, you know, as much as I would love for my kids to stay home with me the whole time, I'm like, boys, look, you gotta see the world. Like you gotta get out there. There's so much out there and you won't know who you are or what you like until you're out there trying to figure it out. And I'm sorry, that's, that's I can't, true. I can't, I can't tell you that's who true. you are. That's I can't, I can, I can give you some that's lessons true. that I hope will, will, will help out, but you've got to so figure true. that out. And you know, that's, it's, to me, that's like a sensitive subject. Cause I feel like when sometimes in, and I'm, I'm sure everybody has this experience, but I remember like once I was in college, like my dad being real hands off, like when I was running into trouble and stuff, you know, like more so than mom, like I could call mom and mom always had my back. You know, if she, she would, she, she would find $15 when I knew she was only getting paid, paid five. Like that, like that was, yeah. mom. that was kind of like, yeah, you know, I'll try, you know, I'll try, you know, I, you know, let me know if you need it. Like, like that sort of thing. And like at the time, you know, wasn't comfortable. wasn't what I liked. You know, it 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 had an impact on our relationship. But like after I grew up, essentially, and like figured it out, and then had my own family, you know, I could turn around to him and be like, I get it. Like I totally get it now. I'm like, you know, you probably wanted to step in a little bit more, but understood the things that I now understood as a father is that sometimes you just can't step in. You gotta you gotta let your kid get get hurt a little bit. You gotta let your kid get That's that so hard. Or, yeah. It, it, it is hard and it's and it's one of those lessons that you learn but I, I think I think that it's to me when we think about breaking down bias it all has to do with just wanting to be curious about somebody else right you don't know someone's story I agree but I'll tell you this you spend enough time talking to somebody 
I bet you you'll find a place to connect. I, I always tell people, I'm like, that's that's what I love about people. I feel like that's why I can talk to anybody. It's like, let's go through the list of things that I know. I've always been a generalist, right? Like some like some people like to specialize. I like to know a little bit about everything so I can have a conversation with somebody, right? Like to me, that makes me a more agile person. It makes me more versatile to be able to do, do that. And it comes in handy because if I try something and it doesn't work, I'm trying something else. I'm trying something else. And we'll eventually come to a spot where, oh, you like steak? Oh my God, guess what? We both like to eat. That's great. We can talk about eating. Hey, let's and, and go. You get down. That's what we can really get to know some somebody. I love that. You know, those are those exciting moments. But that's how you get rid of bias. It's really going out there Absolutely. and getting to the people. Yeah. I love oh, it. Oh wow. So we just we just we just cured people. All right, man. Uh just know I'm happy back on the Father's Day episode just because CT's gonna need some support because we we're gonna go in on Father's Day. Um that was amazing. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go around and see if there's any more questions for Matt before we go into our what would grandma do? Say? You have one more question though. I do figured I, you did. I, I saw I saw a bubbling hit me with so, it. So the one thing we have not got a chance to to really touch in this conversation is Matthew, you have the blessing of being in a what one might call an interracial marriage, right? And mm -hmm. I think people who know some of my story, my father remarried white, my mother remarried white, my sister married white, my brother married white, my sister married white, and my I married a light skinned black girl, right? Y'all met her last week. <laughs> yes, we did. What's right? up, Mel? Ms. And and sometimes like the experience you have in that mixed context sometimes brings difference and oftentimes challenge. And I would love to have you just talk a little bit about what that experience has been yeah. and how you all have helped to build framework and foundation and even boundaries with you, for your children. And even in your answer, I can only assume that the listeners will grab, and this is where I want the listeners to really listen, because I think some of Matt's life context and lived experience is really healthy, it's responsible. And um, we have, again, the benefit of getting to know you and have heard a little bit and watched you kind of live out, but I'm, I'm fond of how you continue to maneuver through life. And I would love our listeners to be able to make sure they've got some context for that piece of you, that label that comes with your life and how yeah. you love that. Oh, I love this. I'm sitting yeah. on the edge of my seat. <laughs> this is this is a good one. So um, remember when we when we talked about dancing? That's actually how how my wife and I ended up getting together. By the way, okay. um, when you got the moves, you got the moves. But uh, hey, 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 now hey, I love it. There's a whole story. <laughs> might, we 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 might need a whole other podcast. I think <laughs> so. For her and I, you know, our different backgrounds do do come up. I mean, we're we're in it together. So let's so let's take raising kids, right? Like, there's a lot of times where where I am very much of the mindset of, okay, like the kids need to earn the things that they do. And, and, and if they're not, then we as parents need to make sure that we're okay with what we've established as consequences and just make sure that we adhere to those, right? Seems simple. Um, but you know, sometimes like that's not the way that it works out if both people aren't on the same page. So how you navigate those situations, especially when there are differences and maybe the way that you see things, um, Ours, ours comes down to those core things about what we like about each other. You know, like, like I think my, my wife and I genuinely like each other as people. I think I respect her. I think that she's intelligent. I think that she's caring. I think she has the best interest out for her family. Um, I think that she's protective. You know, she's, she's comforting. She's, she's warm. So there's all these things that I love about her. So anytime that we're having one of those friction points, one of the ways that we do it is we get away from each other, we get some time to ourselves to really think about what we've done and said, and we come back 
from that aspect of okay remind yourself about what is it that you love about her and like start the conversation from that point right mm. start from the things that you love about each other um mm. i think also big sort of moral questions um and i think for different people like they answer this differently right like if you may be of the same religion or you know you have some of the same backgrounds i think for for, for her and i like there's a lot of these big moral things that we're on the same side of so it makes it easy when it comes down to the things that matter we always have each other's back. It's, it's those other things that sometimes get in the way. Like I told you, I come from a long line of very strong females. So, so there is sometimes where you could say my type A personality gets in the way of, of her and I, you know? And so, and then sometimes, you know, her, her wanting to be accommodating and not wanting to make a decision can get in the way of our relationships sometimes. It's like, how do we handle those moments where, not letting it get too too far down the road. So I think we just, we reel it back. What are the things about her that I absolutely love that I wouldn't trade for anybody else on, on the planet? And, and if I can if I can have enough time to like sit back and think about those, we, we always usually come back together. And there's sometimes where I'm also that person where I like, I really want to talk things out, right? Like <laughs> I want to address it now. Again, I think it comes down to like, if I don't get it out now, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to express myself as well or 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 really get the things out that I that I want to say or, or I'll forget and and for her she needs that time away from me to 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 really step back and think. So it's about respecting each other and trying to and trying to meet each other halfway. But I, I mean honestly like CT it's all about that love at the end of the day. Like we love each other and we're and we know that we're in it together. And there's no other person that I would want have my back other than her. Like she's she's shown me time and time again like I'm I'm hers and she's she's mine and that's and that's how we walk through life. Mm. That's it. I love it. I love it. That All right, Matt. Now I got some AOC questions for you. Ready? Ready. All right. Uh Marvel or DC? Ooh, Marvel. Favorite Marvel character. Ooh, the Hulk. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, you and my son get along. Uh <laughs> Most hated Marvel character. My most hated or the most hated? No, yours. My most hated Marvel character. That's a great question because what's what's really strange about that question is a lot of the villains I, I absolutely love, right? Like mm -hmm. like I love the Magnetos and I love the Doctor Dooms. Um, I think sometimes like I hate sort of like the like goofy character. So one guy that I that I, that I thought I would hate for forever was was Condiment Man. He he, he was a bad guy, Batman. <laughs> Until yes. the Harley Quinn series, where I felt yeah, like Condiment, good. Condiment Man finally got got his dues. I was like, okay, now I can see. So so I you know those characters, characters that are goofy or characters that are pandering, those are those are not my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, all right. So so here's the doozy. All right, and this is this would be my last question. All right. If you could choose your favorite child of all of them, who would your favorite child? Why does he, why does he do this? On purpose? Did okay. you say favorite child? Yeah, your yes. favorite child. Who's your favorite kid? My favorite kid. Um, it would be my new dog, Fiona. Uh, she's my absolute <laughs> There you go. Good answer, Matt. So the kids didn't win at all. I love this. This is perfect. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll, I'll take her any day. I agree. <laughs> That's such an interesting question because, to, to be completely honest, I would say it, it depends on the day. It depends oh, on the day. Okay. Who is who has been more annoying that day than yesterday? Yes. That's a very that's a good, good answer. Isn't that a great answer? Hey, hey, hey. 
his answer is better than anybody's. <laughs> yes. His answer has been the best answer. Yes. yes. Whatever. His, his answer was. Come on, his his answer was super diplomatic, y'all. Stop playing. Uh, yeah, y'all know, y'all know he is the real answer. He, he he didn't want it. He didn't want the conflict. He didn't want the chaos in his house. <laughs> but you know, no. But what I love is that he didn't say, "I love my kids just the same." They're did, exactly right. the same. He just said, "It just kind of depends on the day. <laughs> like yeah. it depends on who's being less annoying." And it's you so know, true because they're so annoying. So it just all depends. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Diplomatic, yes. Honest, absolutely. It, you know what? Right now, one of my sons was was not hustling at basketball, so you know, dad's looking at him a little bit different today. Like, why? Why were you out there hustling? Come on, you were you represent all of us when you're out there on the court, not just you, coach. You know this? Like, hey, coach is looking at me like, I don't know what happened. Like, uh, like right now, you know your brother winning right now, right? You know your brother winning, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, in the grand scheme of things, my love for him is higher than yours because you ain't running. Okay, just want you to know. Like, when we get home, when we get home, just know I'm gonna look you right in the eye, and I'm just gonna. That's that's is that not the worst thing a dad can do? You just look your kid in the eye and be like, and they be like, mm-hmm. you ain't got to nod your head. Just 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 that look, right? Just yeah, that's true. Yeah, I love it though. That's well, thank thank you, Matt. You have been an oh, excellent, you, excellent guest. We got, I mean, listen, you, the, the, the truth is we're gonna have to chop up all of this to really understand and create some clips out of some of the great, great uh answers that you gave us. Like nice. I I can't even like there's so many things about just being yeah. authentically you, yeah. right? Because yeah. that's yeah. one of the underlining things that I know that we got here. It's like we got to meet Matt, and Matt didn't talk like, "Well, this is how Matt is in this instance." This is how, no, this is Matt, y'all. This is this is who yeah. he is. I I present the same person everywhere. I love my family this way. I love myself this way. I get loved this way. It's beautiful. You now, sir, have showed us how to love beyond labels, and uh, yeah. that was amazing. Mm. So, thank you. Now, thank you, three, three, three of the best hosts on the planet. Again, the best podcast I've ever been on. Hands down. Thank you, thank you. And, and he's been he's been on everybody's podcast. Yep, yep. Look it up. There's one shot to know. Been, been around the world. That's right. Uh, we we actually we actually polled like uh like seven year olds to understand what questions to ask Matt, and none of them had any, so we had to like get new pollers. So what I'm gonna do is is go to CT to tell us. What would grandma do in this scenario? What would grandma have to say about love and labels of love? You know, it's funny. Um, grandma has been showing up on this pod this year by saying, um, come here, baby. Because she's been really thoughtful about how she wants to consider what is it that she wants to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, grandma, interestingly enough, um, she might have picked the word label, but grandma said, um, instead of label, grandma said, you need to love your brand. Our word for today from grandma is brand B R A N D. And so when you think about, um, something beyond your label and your brand, uh, B is you have to believe in you. I believe in you and me. You know, that's the, it's always got to be a song when grandma is given a description of what she wants to tell the people. And in your brand, you've got to believe that you are that stuff. We used to say better than sliced bread. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
like chocolate. Like you got to find that piece inside of you that believe that you believe beyond anybody else or anything else that you are that stuff because you are the R. You are rare. Just like God um, knows how many grains of sand there are on the ground and how many uh, hairs you have on your head. No comments about my bald head because there's hair, some there, some hair there. There is a rare Rati about you. There's nobody else like you in the world. So you've got to be able to believe that what you bring to the conversation, what you bring to the table, what you bring to this earth, the rarity of that um, needs to come in a way that you believe in you. But you can't believe in you unless you got the right attitude about it. Um, I remember the movie, uh, remember the Titans, and um, I remember the linebacker said, attitude reflect leadership. And if you want to be able to lead yourself properly, you must have the right attitude about yourself because you believe in you, because you know you're rare. Your attitude comes to the table in a way that um, allows you to now tell the right narrative. That's your N, N A R A T I V E, the right narrative. Sometimes if you don't have the story right, in your own mind about who you are, about what you can accomplish, about mm -hmm. this best thing since sliced bread who's sitting in front of you right now because I'm rare. You've got to know that your brand will speak for itself. And when your brand can speak for itself because you believe in who you are, because you are rare, because your attitude is right, because the narrative in your head is being told in the right way, you have to be dedicated to that story. You have to be mm -hmm. disciplined in that story. You have to decide that that story is the one that you're going to tell no matter what anybody else has to say. And that, friends, is what grandma would say is, baby, um, not just your label, but your brand. Thank you, grandma. Come on. Thank All you, grandma. right. Come on, grandma. I got to give a grandma. Yes. Yes, yes. grandma. grandma like that. Well, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Listen, because my grandma just hits me. I don't know about this. You need it. You need it. <laughs> You need it. <laughs> I just want y'all to say. I just want y'all to know. Discipline on the back end of that was that the brand she took. I just want you to know, Johnny. You just uh, approved my abuse. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and with that, Johnny, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever you know i should have went before ct because ct just just dropped it on us and i just feel like oh my goodness um that was good that was really good so here's the thing that i've been thinking about throughout this conversation about love beyond labels you know our brain puts things into categories as a way for us to in a way for to sort of protect us, right? It's easier for us to kind of group things so we know how to approach it, how we know how to approach people and, and, and certain things. And sometimes that can be helpful. But sometimes those labels can get in the way, right? It gets in the way of us seeing our humanity. And that's what it comes down to. Like Matt mentioned that all throughout his conversation today. It comes down to just seeing people for who they are. And we have so much more in common than what we do different, right? So we put all these labels on us of like our, our gender, our race, religion, all of these things. And again, sometimes it can be helpful to find that community of people that are a lot like you. But if we remove some of those labels, your community will get even bigger because I guarantee you'll find people who have a lot of the same interests that you do that you would have never thought of. And all you have to do is start off with one conversation, right? That's, That's all it takes is one conversation and then it can grow from there. And so as we're talking about loving beyond labels, let's just challenge like all of our listeners out there to 
have conversations with people this week that you would have never had before. And I guarantee you'll find something in common and just open up our hearts and our brains just a little bit more to increase our community. So that's all I got today. It was, it was such a great conversation and just, um, yeah, just, just, uh, reach out and expand your community just a little bit more. She always well, I mean, got gems. Always. But I got, she a, got homework. She does, right? Oh, yeah. I think it's homework. I think it's homework. Interesting the new about our pod, though, is that you know, while grandma has something to say, and she has had, and while Johnny, what you got, has something to say, there is something new that we all want to know. And what is the A, the O, the C from E? Well, if I got to be honest, today's AOC from E is straight from the words of my main man, Matt. Uh, sometimes you need to download before you explode. Okay. If you take the time to download those conversations or the experiences that you're having to the right people, you can diffuse the whole situation. Yeah. Matt, I, I picked up on that a hundred percent to be like, Hey, yo, my method of dealing with stuff is, yo, I need to get this off my chest so I can now deal with it yep. out here in the world, not inside of me. And when, and I'm, I'm, I'm like that too. Like if I deal with things and it's internal, it's churning the monster in me. That's going to eventually come mm -hmm. out and people are going to be like, yo, I didn't like that. But if I get the opportunity to go and unload that and download that to somebody, and then we can really deal with it and I can get perspective from outside. Now I'm ready to have the conversation about it because I can circle the whole thing. I have a holistic thing. So from your ALC, your boy E, download before you explode oh. if you need if you need time that is also fine that's what we're gonna do all Ours. right all right there we go yeah Ours. from your aoc out here we out here all right Come on. <laughs> oh, so guys you. this has been a beautiful episode matt you've yeah. been you've been an excellent guest and what we're gonna do is we're gonna go into our final thoughts and matt as our guest we're gonna get some final thoughts from you do you have any motivation that you'd like to kick out there any final thoughts you want to leave with the motivationers yeah you know i think i think i want to leave people with just take the time you know, it doesn't it doesn't take long, like like Johnny said, to, to get to know some, somebody else. It just starts with that first conversation. So just take the time, get to know somebody else, get to know somebody that that you don't have any right getting to know. And 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 I, I guarantee you, you will be happier that you do. I've never had anybody say, you know what? I went to get to know some people and it turned out horrible and I'm, I'm never doing that ever again. Like no one's ever said that to me. They've been like, wow, you know, just taking the chance. I've met so many people. I've connected with people. Mm -hmm. And when you take your current group and you turn into that big old tribe, like that's how you find that mm -hmm. success. Like that's what success really looks like. The people, yep. the people around you. Yep. That's yep. beautiful. Success is the people around you. Who loves you? Who loves you? I win. <laughs> Who loves you? <laughs> All right. Yeah. CT, I'm coming to you for your final thoughts, my guy. What do you got for yeah. yeah. You know, listen, you know, Matt, I'm, um, I'm a fan, like been a fan yeah. for a minute and um, grateful that you brought your perspective, your words, your thoughts. And I think for our listeners, one of the things that becomes, I think, important in to me is the label oftentimes gives you the ability to go have that conversation. 
And sometimes mm-hmm. when my label matches your label, there's a comfortability because mm-hmm. we have a connection mm-hmm. and that connection allows me to find how I can now love you. Mm-hmm. And so as you are thinking about the way to build deeper connections, sometimes the easiest step for you to take is that while I think Matt is 100% right, you go find somebody that is different or you don't know about them. But if you are uncomfortable, just find somebody that has a label like yours. And your label might be dad. Mm. Your label might be man. Your label might be a Marvel. Whatever it might be, go beyond it to find what love looks yeah. like. When you find that love, that's when real, true relationship begins to happen. Oh, yeah. man. That's be- Look at you mm. pushing people beyond the label and just seek the label. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And it's death row. Okay, I'm a Johnny Malice. <laughs> <show I'm a laughs> you know, I keep hearing Tupac in my head. So uh, I got to stop. <laughs> Johnny Malice, your final thoughts? Um, I'm just super grateful that Matt said yes and joined us. I mean, Matt, you're already one of those people that I we could continue to have these conversations for forever. Some of these conversations we have had, and I just appreciate you showing up, saying yes, spreading the good word here on the on the podcast today and just joining us because I think people can like a lot of the questions that we asked were through the lens of some of your labels, but really it can help anybody, mm. right? That's going through anything and yeah. that's that's the beauty of these type of conversations yeah. we ask Absolutely. you through the yeah yeah through through race and and you being a father and a male all these things but really it's really inspiration for us all so i just appreciate you sharing your story with us today so yeah um i, I second Thank and third you, everything <laughs> they said um i'll be honest guys i y'all was like we gotta get Matt on. We got the whole time they kept saying Matt. I had no idea who they were talking about. You didn't? No, no, because you we never, never said a last name. Why? I mean, I just I was just gonna wait to see who showed up. Like, why? That's how I am. I don't care. Like, yeah, gonna, you can roll yeah, with like, it either I'm way. Roll with it anyway. That's hilarious. Right? Because right, like the whole, I sort of got. I'm, listen, guys, I'm telling on myself. Eric don't Eric don't be doing all of that because I'm like match coming. Okay, I still got it. Like what CT said backstage, I still gotta do my job. So whether you was whether you was Matt Matthew or Macker or whatever it was, like I'm like, hey, he's coming. And then then we get here and it's the it's the best. Like, oh, this is about to be off the chain. So <laughs> I just wanted you to know that, Matt, that I'm very excited that you're here too. I didn't know it was gonna be you, but I'm happy it was you. I love it so much. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta be honest. I like, you know, so I didn't do I didn't guys, I did not do my due diligence, but I'm not in charge of due diligence. <laughs> hey, but can I just say that that speaks to your yeah. level of professionalism in a way? Because you were ready to show up and percent. do the thing, right? You like, hey, Matt's showing up today. Yeah. Whoever Matt is, and Matt is a common name too. It could have been anybody. <laughs> That's been anybody. I didn't know. That's what I literally could have been anybody. <laughs> anybody. Yeah. And he kept saying Matt, Matt. I'm like Matt. Matt, but he ain't said no last name, so I'm just like whatever. Like in in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> why does it matter? And I just kept going. So just so just you, man. What you do is is, is hard. And you are good at it. Keep keep yes. on doing it. Keep showing up, no matter who the guest is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I have no choice <laughs> to show no matter who the guest is. But I'm happy that I get to guess who the guest is. Right? Like it makes it fun for me. Like the whole time, I'm like, "Who's the guest?" And they be like, "Sometimes I'm like, oh." <laughs> I can't wait for us to okay. have an episode where we don't tell you and it's somebody that yes, you really yeah, wish you would have known. Yeah. Oh, Cam in the background, we have to have a conversation 
All right. I mean, anywhere, anywhere it goes. I listen. They should call me Punch Bag because I roll with the punches. Okay, I'm just gonna roll with it. I'm gonna duck and dodge and do whatever I got to do. I mean, I didn't steal your tiger, Mike Tyson. Don't knock me out. All right. So, my final thoughts for today are very simple and very sincere. First, you have to understand what love is. You also have to know what labels are. And then you have to be able to see beyond both. Because in order to truly love yourself and then seek love outside, you have to know what love is. And you also need to be able to understand how people will label you based off of their own perceptions. And then you have to be able to see beyond it. So as we continue to move forward in life, in when we think about Black History Month, we know that as Black people, we have been battling and fighting labels forever. Yeah. It's our job to continue yep. to teach love, defy labels, and continue to build beyond. So with that, I am going to go ahead and wrap us up today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this wonderful episode. Please give a round of applause to my homeboy, Matt. Everybody give it up for Matt. Yes, yes. <laughs> Now you guys know. Thank you, Matt. Now you guys know you can follow us on YouTube. We're also on any of your streaming locations. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the various places that you find us. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of the places. Please like, share, subscribe, tune in because we're here for you guys. And you know what you can do? You can just chill until the next episode. Have a good night, guys. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it. I told you. It ain't there. It ain't there.